0: Welcome to the Mega Squad Pod with me, Cal Bromley, as your host, and joining me in this episode is the man, the myth, the legend, the author, an all-round good friend, that is Wiggy Fitzharris.
1: Hello, everyone. See, I didn't do an accent this time. I decided to do my no, own. No, you did all right this I time.
0: Yeah, you I did, could did all right. Have and did you notice that I I didn't mention anything about it being a second podcast? Because I knew you, you would come <laughs> out with something. So no, it's just, another I'll just episode. leave it this time. It's just another episode. Just another episode. Yeah, that's that's how I'm going to introduce them now. I'm not going to do them in number order. They're just episodes. Another episode. Um, Well, thank you for joining us. If you've come back for the next episode and you listen to the previous ones, thank you. Thank you very much for the listen. And thank you for coming back again. This week, you'll notice there's only two voices. Um, this is going to be the new standard, and it depends each week whether we get someone new coming in uh, to be a little guest spot. Some guestage. So, say Some guestage. Guestage. Like regular guests. Good- Moby's
1: going to be one of our regular guests, obviously. We don't know how regular, but he will be more regular than a lot of others. CJ as well. Um, but it's going to be
0: rotational. It's going to be like a panel show. Um, yeah. I think be it'd be nice. good to get a perspective on different people we might have people on the show who are not into video games that much we might have some that are very much into video games like us yeah. and it will get different perspectives as much as we can so we cover a wide range of topics Excellent. i think we've covered a pretty good intro haven't we? we have i think that was pretty good should we get to it get on let's get to it what have we been playing this week uh, who wants to start? Do you want me to start? Or do you want? I'll tell you what, mate. Usually,
1: you start with the rest of us, don't I? So you go first today. You treat yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I have?
0: I oh, fucking well am. I am going to treat myself. Um, I've I realised last week that I'd basically put myself down for loads of things, so <laughs> I I watered that shit down this week. I didn't want to have a have a bit of an overload, so i just stuck to a couple of games. Um, ...and saw them through. And one of them um, I really, really enjoyed. It was an indie title called Night in the Woods. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. I haven't, no. Very, very enjoyable. On the outside, it looks like this um, cutesy... ...almost Animal Crossing-style world. Okay. Uh, It's a story-driven game. All of the animals in the... All the animals? All of the people in the world are animals... Um, like animals, all anthropomorphic animals, and it's all text based. Um, oh, okay. So you do a little bit of platforming it, in between, but it's all text based. There's no voice acting or anything like that. It's all. Um, there are a couple of choices that you can make, uh, dialogue wise. Nice. Um, but overall, it's a, it's a story about this cat called May, and she's come back from college. Something's happened at college, which is never really told properly throughout the story it's one of those things you have to piece together in your mind oh, Okay. Um, but you do get some idea of what might have happened it deals a lot with mental health oh, okay. which was quite surprising from that sort of game Interesting. Yeah. it does deal a lot with mental health um, and it does contain a little bit of swearing um, they do change fuck to just F, so E-double F <laughs> which is quite funny So they say things like, what the F? Um, But they've got shit and asshole and stuff like that. So it's not one of those that you think, I'm going to go into this, and the kids can play it, because it definitely isn't. It deals with some quite strong themes. But it's all set around this town that May's come back to, and she's trying to find out what's happened over the few years that she's been away. And there's some strange things going on that you aren't too sure of why they're happening. Or what it means for the future of the town. Okay. Um, I can't really say much more than that because I'll go into more spoiler territory. But the characters are beautifully written, even though it's just text. There's no um, voiceover or anything like that giving them more personality. It actually helps to give them a little bit more character by just having the text and have you provide the voices yourself or Fair. you know whatever you want to do. But it's it's a touching little story. Um, all of the characters, there was not one that I didn't like. Um, Bay, in particular, being my favourite, who I believe is a crocodile.
1: Sure he's not an alligator?
0: Um, no. she well, well, she could be an alligator. She's one of the two, but she's a goth um, <laughs> reptile, put it that way. and it, she's, she's just brilliant. She's a really well-written character. Sad backstory. I, I can't recommend the game enough. The ending did come almost, not abruptly, but it wasn't it wasn't the ending I was hoping for. Oh, okay. For me, it didn't clear up enough. But I suppose that's what they were trying to go for and, and leave you to uh, piece together the rest of it. Oh, but I, I really enjoyed it. It's on the Switch Oh, nice. Um, that I originally saw it. But it's also on Xbox Game Pass. And that's where I played it. Because it was one that I wanted to play for a long time. Saw it on Game Pass and thought,
1: ah. fuck
0: yeah, I'm going to play that.
1: That's cool. Not Sorry. very long. Not very long.
0: I might give it a go. No, probably take up... Try and find some yeah, time. Yeah, probably take up like a couple of little little play sessions, but I absolutely loved it. And then when I finished that one, um, I moved on to Titanfall 2.
1: Oh, reinstalled that bad boy. Game Pass? Oh,
0: man. I, yeah. Oh, it's just fucking beautiful. I don't understand how anyone can turn around and say that it wasn't the best first-person shooter in in years. It's... It trumps Call of Duty for me. It trumps Battlefield. It was just a shame that it was brought out at the wrong time. In my time.
1: controversial opinion, to be fair, most things can trump Call of Duty. It's copy and paste. <laughs> copy and paste. We all know it.
0: Saying that, I'm quite looking forward to this To black ops cold war i've heard some really good things about it and that's from people who don't necessarily like call of duty mm. but they've really enjoyed these later ones so i'm gonna give that a go. Later. i always feel
1: yeah. like i fall into that trap people go oh but it's so different to the last call of duties and i go oh is it all oh, right right then i'll i'll fish back into that i spend the money and i'm like why the fuck have i just done this i'm literally back in the same <laughs> position i was like infinite warfare yeah. when people were like oh man, it's completely different, it's sci-fi, it's set in space, you know, yeah, it's Call of Duty, but it is, like, something out of this world, and I played it, and I was like, okay, the plot's really cool, like, I really fucking love this plot, um, fighting Jon Snow in space, uh, because he's a terrorist, who wants to take down colonies, and it's, you know, you're on this huge flying spaceship aircraft carrier, cool, all of this shit is actually pretty sweet, but then... You touched multiplayer, or you
0: touched anything else, and you were like, "Oh no, yeah, this is Call of Duty again." <laughs> Do you know what? That was one of my least favorites. That, that, I thought it was shit, and they wasted um, Kit Harrington They did waste in him, that to be role, fair. Um, which I, I going into more spoiler territory. But he was wasted in that role. They could have done so much more with that character, and they just didn't.
1: Could have done so much more with that um, whole game. The premise oh, was
0: definitely. great,
1: but then you get to the gritty, and you realize, yeah.
0: Stay on the ground, <laughs> uh, Activision. Unless it's Destiny. But yeah, like Titanfall 2, I started playing the campaign again and instantly fell back in love with it. The opening scene is just brilliant. And I mean the opening after the tutorial. It's just brilliant. Like The relationship that you have with BT, the Titan, um, who you get to know, its just he's just awesome. Even for a robotic character, he's still got a lot of heart and I still love him. He's like a big, lovable machine, but, um, and I, the multiplayer. I went back into it. I played. I played a couple of matches, and I was like, "Oh, I'm a bit crap at this now." And then all of a sudden, I just clicked with it, and I was like, "I'm home. I know exactly what I'm fucking doing now. I'm good." And I was, I was absolutely loving it, and I was getting, um, getting better. And back up to the stage that I used to be on the PS4 because I I'm not good at multiplayer. Anyone who has ever played with me will uh, agree with me. But that is my multiplayer game, and I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, we'll have to go on it at, at some point.
1: Definitely, especially will. if it's definitely will. I can get on you know, board with that.
0: Game Pass. Boom.
1: What are you going to lose? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, Game Pass. You may have noticed that on this podcast, we're a bit of a fan of it. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Inadvertently, we don't mean to keep (laughs) advertising Game Pass, but everything that we talk about ends up being on Game Pass. (laughs)
0: Oh, it's just just fucking brilliant. It's it's something that I I do not know why Sony and Nintendo haven't turned around and gone, shit, we should be doing this. To be fair, Nintendo don't really need to, do they? They've got their niche, and their niche makes them money. No, but... Can you imagine that though? If they brought out a subscription service, yeah, alright, they don't really need to, as you said, but if they brought out a subscription service, think of how many more Switches they would sell again. That's fair. From when Animal Crossing came out. It's like, you can get all the Mario games in this package. And I know you've got NES Online and all that. That's not quite the same. Unless they brought out like N64, GameCube, and started bringing out those kind of titles. Yeah, come back to me. But. Oh mate, I just—I don't know why Sony and Nintendo have not turned around and gone. We need to be jumping on this bandwagon because they're Xbox just doing a fantastic job with it, and they're still getting regular subscriptions. So it's not like they're losing out on too much money. No, I know. Um, it's, if people want their games to be played, I think it's the
1: because the, I read another article on it. We won't go into it now because I've talked about it before. But um, I think it's a bit. It's an it's an outlay thing. Because to lay the foundations mm. of a good subscription service you have to make a loss first. And I don't think Sony are yeah. willing to do that yet because they're they're not already making a loss, if you know what I mean. Microsoft were yeah. at a point where they you know, they had nothing to lose. Sony have a fair amount to lose. Um if they do that, so Yeah. No, that's, it's a, that's a weird one. A fair point. It's a weird one. But yeah. We won't it's talk very, very more about strange. Game Pass because we will be here all the time.
0: No, exactly. I'm going to move on to my final game that I was playing this week. Nice. Um and funnily enough, I say playing this week. I have been playing it this week and I actually played it about 5 minutes before I got on Skype with you. Um and that was Hades on the Switch. Nice. Um Hades, I spoke a little bit about it last week which is a roguelike. Um I said I'd go into more depth with it this episode. And I fucking will because it's just fucking awesome. It's just Oh, it's it's one of those games that's punishing but it keeps you going back for more and even though you could be in there five minutes and then die you're still like yeah I'll try again and then two hours later you may not have gotten any more <laughs> any further into um, heading up to Olympus but you're like I feel like I've done something I feel like I've achieved a little bit um. It's, it's just brilliant. It follows uh, Zagreus, which is Hades' son. Um, and he's basically trying to escape um, the underworld and join the gods of Olympus. Um, and throughout your journey, you keep, dying, you keep dying, you keep dying, you keep dying, you come back, you start to get uh, more and more power-ups from the gods. So Zeus will send down um, a certain attack, um, or certain power that you can use as an attack, or a special attack, or you can call Zeus down. Um, there's loads of gods, all the gods you can think of, of present in this. Um, there was even... It even refers to other Greek mythology. Um, in particular, which I won't say who they were, um, but I recently did a boss battle with two... Of um, Greek mythology's famous heroes—I say heroes. One was a hero, one isn't. <laughs> uh, but they were both together in this boss battle, and it was really good. I died, but I'm, many times. I'm hoping to go back, and it's like I know. Okay, I know who these guys are now. I know what their attack styles are. I can plan this a little bit more. Um, and just like things like dead cells you get things along the way that you can use to power yourself up ah, indefinitely. Nice. So you're not just going back and being like, oh, I'll try this way. No, that didn't work. You go back and you're like, right, I'm a little bit tougher now. I can probably punch that guy about three times and he'll go down. <laughs> or I can do this. You get different weapons that you can use as well. So the one the one that I use at the moment, I can't remember what it is. It's basically a pair of gloves. Um, really good, really powerful. But if you want, you've got a sword. Um, There's also some long-range weapons as well, which again, I won't go into too much detail, but that, one of the weapons that I used was a long-range one and that got me the furthest I ever got. Um, And it was a weapon that I would never have chosen as well. I don't like, I didn't think it fitted very well in the world of Hades. Um, In the world of Greek mythology, sorry, but it was really good. Um, But I, I can't stress how great the game is. The voice acting is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And it's so amazing hearing all these stories. Um, And if you like Greek mythology, like me, you just come across a character and you're like, oh, it's you! And you hear the way they talk and things like that. And um, Oh, it's just brilliant. Like, It's not one that I can stick a bit of music on, like Dead Cells or something. I've got to have the sound up because I want to hear all the voice acting and I want to hear all these stories um it's uh, it's just incredible absolutely incredible it feels punchy when nice. you're attacking enemies you feel like you're doing damage even though it sounds like it you're not when from what i previously said about but <laughs> it's oh it's just brilliant and it started on a pc it started on pc and then it went to the switch and i reckon they're going to do a port to um xbox and, and playstation at some point I, can, I know where they will. It wouldn't surprise that'll me. That will go straight onto Game Pass as well. But that's all I'm going to say about. Game Isn't pass. Um, um.
1: That's all we're going to say about Game, Game Pass. Five minutes later, Game Pass. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, there's this thing. Uh, you may have heard of it.
0: Uh, this week's sponsor, it's Game Pass, is uh, Xbox Game Pass. Microsoft,
1: if you're listening, um, we're always on the lookout for sponsors. <laughs> 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 I,
0: took, I took a sip of my peppermint tea, then, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Just spat that out. like come on microsoft give us a give us a little uh little give, us nudge. A, give us a bit of cash
1: it doesn't need to be cash i'll happily wear a t-shirt
0: um yeah give us a t-shirt give us a series x um <laughs> we'll, we'll review it how good game pass works with that um, <laughs> talking of to be oh, fair man. hades is on game pass isn't it no I, i'm pretty sure it's not i'm uh, sure it's only pc and switch uh
1: Oh, it's on Game Pass Ultimate. It... That's why I can get it on Game Pass oh, the PC.
0: on PC on on PC. Ah, that makes That's sense. That's
1: why I was thinking. Oh yeah, I've seen it because I downloaded it after you last mentioned it. I haven't played it yet, but I downloaded it. And, oh, do uh, it. Yeah, I was like, I'm sure. To be, but there we go.
0: To be honest, with the progress I've made on the Switch version, I I think it would be heartbreaking to go onto another version, um, because it's one of those games that you put so much time and effort in building your strength. I'm not going to say levelling up, because I like to think of it as you are getting stronger um, as the son of Hades and becoming more powerful. Um, But that would kill me to go and lose all my progress and go on to a different version and then start right from the bottom again. Um, But I'd do it. I know I would. I know I would do it. And I probably will just for achievements when it comes out. Um, If it comes out. But yeah... That's that's my games that I've been playing this week, so very watered down. I know I've chatted on for a little while. Um, that's all right. But go on, it's Wiggy, gonna... what have you been playing? Well, And you're not allowed to say uh, Valhalla?
1: The thing is, I'm going to, in one kind of two, three words, I have played Valhalla this week. But it's not the only thing I have played. And obviously, I talked about Valhalla last week. I'm not going to talk about it again. It is really cool. It's huge. But yeah, I'm not going to talk about it again. Um, but, is that the one uh, in,
0: the, in the Egyptian... Uh, pyramids. Um,
1: the Egyptian pyramids are, are quite far away in this one. Uh, they're there, oh, okay. but they're quite oh. far away, and you don't actually come across them. Um, oh, that's the, oh, the one on the Greek. Yeah. And then you do come across them. But uh,
0: yeah. Ah, oh, gotcha. You go gotcha. Um, this is the one where you assassinate people, isn't
1: it? It is, yeah. Or, in my case, yeah. often screw that up and just go full Viking. Because, you know, why not? <laughs> uh, that's, why not? That's the way the cookie crumbles, as they say. um yeah, sorry. Go on, then. So, yeah. What have I been playing? So, the first thing I've been playing is... Does anybody recall a little game called 13? I'll take you back to 2003. Um, FPS. Is, like, it was a, an amazing little oh, game. I, um, yes. Uh, it came out on the GameCube. And the PlayStation 2 and the Xbox. Um, I had it on both GameCube and PlayStation 2 originally. Because um, I had it on PlayStation 2 and then my PlayStation 2 died. And because I was halfway through, I was like, no. I'm going to have to... <laughs> Somebody said to... my PlayStation
0: 2 died. <laughs> my PlayStation 2 <do> died. <laughs> it died. It just it
1: passed away. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anyway, Sorry, they re-released man. it at the beginning of November. And I wanted to pick it up. So, I picked it up on PC. Um, the kind of refreshed version um and (laughs) it's all based for those of you that don't know 13 it's based on uh, a graphic novel um with speech bubbles and panels and stuff and the game actually brings those in um and it's known the thing i love the most about 13 is it's it's what pioneered cell shaded fps now we all know and we're huge fans i know you are cal i'm a huge fan of it as well Mm. borderlands you know that's the big cell shade i've
0: only got a tattoo of it it's not (laughs) not 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 anything too big in my life
1: um sorry it's it's the best cell shaded fps out there currently um but everything begins somewhere and and 13 was the beginning of that journey
0: uh, that a lot of people will say um I will say, like saying that it's the best cell shaded first person shooter. As much as I love Borderlands, I can only think of two cell shaded first person shooters, and that's only because you have said one of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, but no, no, no. I, I, I agree. I agree.
1: It's um, and so yeah, I've been playing that. I haven't played much of it. Um. So I can't really go into detail on, on what it is, but it, it runs smoothly on PC. It's exactly it's, it's crisper than it was, obviously, um, which is amazing when it comes to cell shading because it means you can add more detail. There's, high, uh, there's HDR now, which obviously is a big part of it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's really good. And I just threw my phone on the floor, which really helps. Um,
0: <laughs> just smashing it, my iPhone up. Um, now, I've seen a lot of reports about 13. Yes. And I don't know if you have about it uh, the the developers have basically apologized for the state of the um re-release like it's it's not meant to be very good have you found any problems with it or i, Brilliant I don't quite question. know what problems are so
1: i don't i'd heard that as well and i don't know what the problems are i have not come across mm. any of the problems now as i say i've probably only played half an hour 45 minutes of it uh maybe a little bit less um, I could do, to be fair, I'm on my PC now, let me click, let's have a look, what are you telling me Steam? <laughs> 45 minutes, I've played 45 minutes of it. So, All right. so I haven't really come across anything, I've heard this, <clears throat> but then, um, and for example on Steam, the, the, uh, the reviews are overwhelmingly negative. Um, but maybe, it's difficult to say, because obviously I'm getting the nostalgia feel from it. So, I haven't noticed any obvious glitches, um, and it's taken me back to the good old days, but yeah, lots of people have reported problems, I can't comment on those problems because I haven't come across them, and trust me, in this podcast, if I had come across those problems in a game that I absolutely adore, (laughs) I would, you know, put
0: the nail in the coffin, so to speak. Um, See, I'm very reluctant sometimes, I will be brutally honest on anything, um... And what I think of it. But it's always when it's something nostalgic, you kind of don't want to. You don't want to break your childhood by saying that, oh, this re-release, yeah, shit now. And like, I've gone back to games and been like, this isn't as good as I remember. But I can can never bring myself to be like, yeah, this isn't good. It's fair. Because it's like, that was my childhood. That was me sat down playing it for God knows how many hours. Um, The thing is, it's a. It's a.
1: It's it's the whole hubris thing, basically. Um, (laughs) Hubris! And also rushing things out before they're finished. Uh, And that's apparently what's happened with 13. Again, I haven't noticed any of the glitches, but in that token, what I tend to notice, and this isn't always the case, again, um, but I tend to notice that. Games that are released um, on PC console, you know, PC and all 3, 4, 5, 6, 70,000 consoles there are now. Um, uh, In my experience, errors tend to appear more on console. Don't know why that is. There may be science behind it. I may be completely making that up based on my own opinion right now. Um, But that's what I've noticed.
0: I've got a PC and want everyone to know about it with my SSD that is... So fast it breaks the same barrier. I mean, it is fast, but I wasn't going to talk about it.
1: To be fair, (laughs) you started talking about my PC then. I didn't.
0: (laughs) You're the one that brought it up. Um, No, it just makes me laugh. You always bring it up. Like you used to be consoles, man. What happened to you? I still am. What happened to you? I just haven't picked up any of the new ones because
1: I. I think the problem for me was it's like when you treat yourself to something. And it becomes your <laughs> world. Like Just I was lucky it,
0: enough. You're a PC, you know? You're PC Master Racer. Actually, makes, I'm not a PC Master it.
1: race because I do still want a PS5. But to be fair, mm-hmm. I want a PS5 for the village and then um, God of War. So there's nothing I want a PS5 for right now, which we've discussed. Um, and in future yeah. podcasts, we're going to have Moby or CJ or both on talking about the PS5 because they've both got one. Um, but at this point, yeah. me and Cal don't um i do want one i'm not gonna rule it out um much like i am kind of keen on a series x but as you rightfully say cal i now that i've had my eyes open to pc gaming i realise that it is actually really pretty fucking cool um but it's not i'm not one of those we can joke about it but i'm not one of those people who's going to be like well you should all get a pc fuck sony fuck microsoft like They're good consoles. They're damn good fucking consoles. Like, right now, Mm. I'm waiting... I I bought my PC with a stopgap graphics card. It's not a great graphics card. It's just a stopgap graphics card. It can do some really pretty sweet shit, but it's no, like, next-gen graphics card, which is what I'm holding out for. Much like consoles, they're so fucking difficult to get hold of right now. So I'm Mm. in the market at the moment for... A PlayStation Five, a Series X, or a Nvidia thirty-eighty graphics card. To try and get one of those, I'm probably not going to now. Try and get one of those before Cyberpunk, and I will buy Cyberpunk based on that, because I would love cell shading in Cyberpunk. My current graphics card could pull it off, but I'll probably be doing about thirty-eight frames per second, which. <laughs> is gonna... Oh, I'm back on the PlayStation Two. Hey, um, but yeah. So no, that's like, where we're at, so. In all
0: honesty, the amount of times that I I take the mick out of it. There are people out there that are like, "Oh, wish you should get a PC because it's got this and, that. and it's like it, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter what you play. It's what you play more what you're playing and if yeah. you enjoy it, that's fine. It's gaming. It's building the gaming industry. Exactly. I don't care. So like, we'll enjoy the next you know, generation of
1: gaming. Rather than yeah, getting up in people's exactly. packs. Because the other thing as well, we've all got to be aware, like, I'm quite lucky. Job, savings, all of that stuff. Which is why I was able to afford a PC. A decent level PC with with decent stuff in it. That's not everyone's hmm. board game, you know? Console gaming brings game into everyone. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. like stop being haughty torty if you're a haughty torty PC Master Race person. <laughs> I thought you were going to say stop being a whore. <laughs> stop and being a f- haughty torty <laughs> PC gamer if you are. Um, <laughs> no, not to be like that. Um, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've been playing that. haven't noticed any problems with it. The second thing that I've been playing is, uh, and this was going to be part of my segment today, so actually we're probably just going to segue into that in a minute anyway um but is <laughs> hyrule warriors age of calamity which came out on friday Ooh. um so <laughs> i'm obviously we're not going to go into this very much we discussed before this podcast cal that we wouldn't because obviously you want to get it as well and when you get much it respect friend. it's two it's two player so we'll be able to uh Jump on that bad boy! Um, Get on! I'll be well up for that. Uh, so yeah. So for those of you who don't know or I've I've never come across Hyrule Warriors. Uh, if you've played Dynasty Warriors, it's basically Dynasty Warriors, but in the world of Link and Zelda and 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 that sort of thing, with the same artwork as Breath of the Wild. Um, it's beautiful. And the thing about uh, Age of Calamity is that for those of you who've played Breath of the Wild. Uh, There was this thing called the Age of Calamity. Um, I won't go into more detail. But essentially, um, Hyrule Warriors is set at that point of time. Um, And you start off as Link. Of course you do. Why wouldn't you? Um, And then you can progress to go through the story and pick up uh, the rest of the characters. There are, in total, 18 characters. Um, Nintendo have released so far. Because we know what Nintendo are like. They will probably release... Fucking hell, 18 quite a lot. Though. I know, right? Um, and I think it was something like 12 of those are chapter specific. Uh, so you basically unlock them just by playing the game. Um, and then there are uh, four... Uh, no, there's 14 characters that you unlock by playing the game and then four special characters that you can unlock uh by doing challenges and things um so far that's cool um and they haven't ruled out adding more as we go along um i have again i've only played um i think i've played about an hour and a half actually of that um so i've had a little bit of the the kind of intro where they teach you how to play a dynasty warriors game which If you've played a Dynasty Warriors game, you probably don't need that tutorial. Um, And they kind of introduce the world. Again, I won't go into that because you want to play it. Don't want to spoil it for anyone. Um, And then it talks about all the new moves and things you can do. And there are some really good mechanics in this one. Um, I found it incredibly fluid. Um, It didn't feel clunky. uh, Like some Dynasty Warriors games can be Um, because you'll get to some Dynasty Warriors games and you'll be like, oh, wait a minute, why am I having to press these four buttons in the exact order that I need to press them in to do A, B, C, D? Uh, In this, Hyrule Warriors, obviously family game as well, um, combos are really easy to come by. You've got your two quick menus to do your kind of quick attacks or your specials. um, And then you just go around the map beating the crap out of monsters um, in hordes and looking like a badass while you do it. Um, so yeah, I've been enjoying that. Um, so yeah, those are the kind of the two big things I've been playing. I nice. guess if I include Friday evening and yesterday, because we were recording this on a Sunday evening, it's not usually when we record an episode, but as of this recording, this no. is, probably, um, I've been playing finally Marvel ultimate Alliance three, which I've been playing with my daughter. Um, Hi. because it's couch co-op and it's incredibly fun. Um, and again, it's just a good beat up with superheroes in the old style of, of the uh, Ultimate Alliance games. So, yeah, that's been really good. Um, I've played about four hours of that. If you are a Marvel fan um, and you don't own a Switch, buy a Switch just for that. Obviously, you get Ooh, loads of... Strong words. If you, strong words. The Switch is amazing. Obviously, me and Cal will talk for hours about how awesome the Switch <laughs> is. Um, but... If you've been ummin an Ring about getting a Switch and you're a Marvel fan, don't um an R. Ah. Get one. I
0: might have to get that then. Cause I I have been um an R ah and I I never played any of the other Ultimate Alliance um titles. It's another game we can I've play, mate. Very... So, yeah. It's another
1: game that we can play, mate.
0: Oh. It's got good co op. Look at you with it holding an olive branch, eh? There you go. I have to <laughs> Join me after everything you said about last episode. Let <laughs> it be in the fir- um. Yeah, no, I might have to. I will have to give that a go. And it, as for Hyrule Warriors, I'll be getting that uh, as soon as I get paid. I'll be getting that one. Uh, I played the original Hyrule Warriors, and I I did enjoy it. I never finished it, but I did enjoy it. But the big thing that's drawn me to this one is the the um the fact that it's a prequel to Breath of the Wild. Yes. That's the big... I don't care what kind of game it is. I want to find out what happened. So, yeah. Get on. There we go. Well, that moves us on. Do you want to introduce this bit?
1: Are we going with that bit first?
0: Uh, Yeah, let's do that. Do you want to introduce it? Because you you came up with this idea. So, uh,
1: what we're going to do, periodically, um, over the course of this podcast... Um, and we're going to challenge guests to it when they're on as well, is we're going to have a little segment called Top 3. But we don't want it to be like Top 3 Games of 2001 uh, or, you know, Top 3 Games, Top 3 RTS of the last 20 years Um, because everybody does that. So we're going to have a segment called Top 3, but there's going to be a, what do they call them? Stipulation. There's going to be a stipulation to each one. So, for example, today's stipulation is top three games involving a dog or dog companion. So what we mean by this is you either play as a dog, You, your a, a companion can be a dog, or dog features prominently in the plot um so those that's the stipulation so we want our top three games um that involve that um and then we'll talk about our top three games why they're our top three games and maybe just a little bit of information about about those particular games
0: i'm just looking at my list and each and every one of them is a nintendo game <laughs> i just realized it <laughs> all three of mine are in nintendo and they weren't before it's only that i was just thinking about it and you were like oh as i'm looking at them Ah, well, fuck it. They're good with dogs. Um, so, as I've introduced dogs. it, Cal, you can start. Cool. How do you want to do this? Do you want to do one each? Yeah. And then one each and one each, So we'll yeah. do oh, our okay.
1: threes, then we'll do our twos, then we'll do our ones. Cool.
0: Right. For number three, then. It's not my favourite, but I thought it's one of the godfathers of dogs in video games. You could probably guess what it is, or some people might be shouting at the screen, um, which is the Duck Hunt dog. Ah, the Duck Hunt dog. Yeah, he's been there since the NES Zapper, um, to the days of him laughing at you for missing shots or collected the ducks that you did shoot down. Um, He's also still around. He's still uh, alive and kicking, along with his duck companion in Smash Brothers, Um, and it. uh, It's one of the things I never thought of until it was pointed out to me, and I was like, fuck, of course. Fair. And it's probably the most famous dog in all of video games, when you think about it. Um, One of the first. He's not my favourite. Would he be one of the first? He'd be one of the first, would he? It's got to be. Oh, there's there's bound to be more dogs before. I don't know if there were dogs in Escape from Castle Wolfenstein, and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know. But he's, he's a prominent figure uh, in Nintendo's history. Nice. And a legend for it. What's yours? So,
1: in number three, this is a difficult one for me. Um, and I almost to nod about this one in number three. But I'm going to put Dogmeat in number three. Um, so, for those of you who don't know, Dogmeat is a canine companion in the Fallout universe. Um, and he is a canine companion oh. that has survived since he was a, a a possible canine companion in player character in fallout and fallout 2 um you could have him escort you in fallout 3 as well so you could find him and have him as a companion in fallout 3 and then most people will recognize dogmeat from fallout 4 as they made him like a huge um a huge part of, of fallout 4's kind of plot you know he was one of the first companions you meet blah, blah 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 um and dogmeat is amazing because in the plot of fallout he um he's actually written into the law so dogmeat will turn up to assist wanderers who are lost so for example if you in fallout 3 obviously you work you've lost your dad so dogmeat is there to help you try and find your dad In Fallout 4, Dogmeat finds you because you've lost your son. So, Dogmeat is trying to help you find your Sean. Your Sean? Your son is called Sean. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) find find your Sean. Sean. Um, So, yeah. So, Dogmeat and um, like some of the perks you can get for Dogmeat to help you with Dogmeat in Fallout 4 are amazing. Um, If you haven't played Fallout 4 or you haven't played Fallout 4 and really utilised Dogmeat, level your charisma up high enough and buy the Dogmeat stuff because it's insane. You can be like uh, uh you could become like the John Wick of the Fallout universe, asking your dog to attack people and yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so Dogmeat would be man number 3.
0: Well, I definitely think out of those two I've won that that first.
1: Have you won poor Dogmeat? Uh, this isn't a win. <laughs> this isn't winning poor or losing.
0: This is winning or losing? Nah, like, duck dot com. Duck Hunt dogs definitely the the, the better. There's of probably two people there. shouting me. at you right now saying, "No, no, no,
1: don't you dis dog me," and I'm yeah. with them. I'm with you, listener, shouting at Cal. Not having it. Right, go on. The second two. one
0: though. I reckon a lot of people may change their minds. A lot of people. Uh, this is probably the coolest dog I've got on this list, and possibly in all of video games. Uh, Not only is he very chatty, very friendly, he's also a fantastic musician. Um, He often plays on Saturday nights in Little Villages. (laughs) (laughs) You've guessed who it is now, haven't you? It's only K.K. fucking Slider. Uh... Oh, fuck off. (laughs) K.K. Slider. Who doesn't love KK Slider? He's an absolute legend. A musician, he's a cool dog. He's released loads of high um, platinum-selling albums. He's he's absolutely brilliant. Um, Looks permanently angry. F- yeah, well, so
1: do you. I do, but I don't kind of but feed I... off people's <laughs> need to see me
0: that way. <laughs> he's been. Uh, as far as I'm aware, he's been in every single Animal Crossing from the very start. He is one of the um, one of the franchise mascot uh, of the whole of the whole Animal Crossing. He's appeared in nightclubs. He's appeared just in your town, just having a little chill. Um, he's appeared in coffee shops doing a little. He was in Mario live Kart, set. Wasn't he? No, well,
1: yeah, he was. I'm sure he stage, was
0: Mario Kart. I'm sure he was. He's in, there. in the stage. He's not a playable character, but he's in the stage. You thinking of Isabel?
1: No, I'm thinking of the when you're on the Animal Crossing race course.
0: Oh yeah, he's in there somewhere. I thought you meant as a playable racer. He performs songs, no, he... doesn't he? When you're. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's there. He's chilling out. He's awesome. He's a cool dude, and he kind of reminds me of Snoopy as well, which I love him even more for because um, I do love Snoopy. It's so KK Slider coming in at number two. KK Slider.
1: I should have suspected you were going to add uh, an uh, Animal Crossing character. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't. I feel I've let myself down. I've let my family down. <laughs> I've let everyone down. <laughs> um, so I'm going to jump in. Uh, and as I said, meat was close to being a number two because of how in the lore of, of Fallout games he is, and I love Fallout games. like a massive Fallout fan. Um, and I'm going to jump straight in with uh, Dragon Age Origins. So, and we said this last nice. week, Cal, you haven't played Dragon Age Origins, have you?
0: Um, yes, I have, and I fucking hated it. You? It was boring as shit. Oh,
1: see, Cal didn't like it. Loved it. I don't know how to
0: respond to that. Oh my God, Siri. <laughs> she <just laughs> she doesn't know board how board to respond
1: to that, because it isn't. Um, and so you I heard know... me say,
0: yes I I have it, I fucking hate it, it was boring as shit That's uh, all it said, rude. Like, I don't know what to say for that
1: um, So, I, nah. at the beginning of Dragon Age, spoiler alert if you haven't played Dragon Age um, You're about to go into a fucking massive battle, um, shit's about to go down um, And there's this little injured doggo Um, And you can choose to put the dog out of its misery. Why the fuck would you do that? Anybody out there who did that, I'm going to find you. Uh, John Wick has a special place for you. Um, So obviously nobody, nobody puts the dog out of their misery. What they do instead is they... I didn't
0: get this far or I did. What they they do is they go and find
1: the cure for the dog. So you go out into the the wilds, you get the cure for the doggo. You bring the cure back. Give it to the dog, and then you recruit that dog into your party. Now, you can give the Mabari Warhound, it's it's the breed in the game, it's a Mabari Warhound, you can give it a name, um, but it's the default name is Dog, and uh, I really enjoyed leaving that. And uh, my first playthrough of Dragon Age, the first playthrough I ever did, um, Dog was the only companion I didn't switch out for the whole game. Dog stayed with me from the very beginning, that I picked him up all the way to the end. And the battle at the very end of the of the game. So, um, yeah, that's my dog. Uh, we went through thick and thin. Um, he 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 had some tough times. Me and that dog had some tough times, but we got through it together. We got through it together, and we beat the darkspawn threat. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be dog from Dragon Age Origins. And you could no, pet him. Someone. You can pet him as well, multiple times. You could have a little chat. Pet him on the head.
0: What's not? To I remember love? someone letting me borrow that in college. And uh, I, I fucking hated it. Hated it. Damn. And I think it was more to do with the gameplay rather than the story. I think I would have got on alright with the story, but the gameplay just, no. It drove me mad. Um. But that's just me. And again, I think I may have won the second round. I think because yours is just a dog. Mine's KK Slider. But I think so. what
1: makes me laugh about this top three thing is it wasn't meant to be a competition, but you just seem so intent on winning this thing yeah. that isn't a competition. Fucking is. It's a bit like is. It's a bit like losing something, but then just telling everyone that you won anyway, um, and hoping that you win. Um, I'm not drawing I don't any to hope, mate. I know I'll I'm win. Not drawing any comparisons to the real world right now at all.
0: I feel that we need to set up like a comment system um, or feedback that that, uh, listeners can give us and they can tell us who who wins these top three. We need
1: a comment section, don't we? What we need is a web page. Oh, we need a web page. Or a YouTube (laughs) channel. Or a YouTube channel. We need something that they can feed back to us. I think what we might need to do is progress into YouTube. Because at the end of the day, it's just recording us having the same chat in it, but there's a comment section underneath. Yeah, we could do. We work. just have to put our makeup on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you ain't seeing my face, mate. There is no makeup in this world that can
1: uh,
0: <laughs> fix this damage. <laughs> um, but no, we'll look at setting up some sort of comment system. Could do that. Twitter. There's loads of different options. We do need a Twitter account. Um, Cool, I'm going to move on to my number three. Cool. Uh, My favourite of the list. Uh, Out of all of them, he's probably the lowest on the list uh, for popularity. Um, But he's my favourite. It's the Polterpup from Luigi's Mansion. And I love Ah. this guy. He's he's so cool. Um, Not only is he cute, he is a ghost. Um, I don't know what happened to him, but he's very mischievous, but in a cute way. Um, quite often he'll accidentally, um, make Luigi shit his pants. Um, he doesn't mean to. He likes to have a little play, but he does help you out in quite a few ways as well. Sometimes he'll retrieve certain items for you. Um, he'll show you ways to go. So he'll actually go through a wall and you know that you have to get through that way somehow. Not that he'll help you any other way. He'll just tell you where you have to go. But he's he's such a cute little guy and I've actually got a little key ring of him because they were giving him away with uh, copies of Luigi's Mansion 3. And I got one. And he glows in the dark. And he's so cute. And I want one. Polterpup.
1: Polterpup. That's all.
0: Polterpup. That's all.
1: Wow. What's your last one? Wow, wow, wow. Okay. And I'm going to take you to 1984. The digital 1984, though, as in the world of Metal Gear Solid. And a little doggo that you find in the wilds of Afghanistan. So, you're playing as Venom Snake. Uh, Yes, Venom Snake. Uh, If you haven't played uh, that uh, Phantom Pain yet, that will all be explained. Go pay Phantom Pain. Just don't expect to get a finished game, um, because it's not finished. (laughs) You play the first part of the game, it's massive, you're like, yeah, this game is amazing, and then Konami did that political stuff they did, and it all went to shit. Uh, But, the bit that's there, it's a good game. Hashtag fuck army. It's a good game. Apart from the fact it's not finished. Uh, but you do finish some plot. Anyway, I digress. You've got a puppy. You find him in the wild. And then Ocelot trains him um, to be Diamond Dog. So your mercenary outfit is Diamond Dogs. Um, so you call the dog Diamond Dog. And its uh, short kind of code name is DD. DD can accompany you on missions and do all sorts of really cool shit with you out in the field um now the thing that i love the most about dd is dd has got an eye patch so for those of you who are solid <laughs> no, snakes fans at spans fans out spans. there S- uh, snulled snake, sn- sn-
0: sn- snake spins
1: snack snakes <laughs> i like snakes. i like you like solid sn- snakes. i like snakes um <laughs> I, uh, I've just digressed because I was just going to make another joke. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> he wears an eye patch like Snake wears an eye patch. Um, you can pet him in the middle of a mission. So shit might be going south. You're getting shot at. DD's helping you out. You just run down a bank, hide away, get in a car. DD will jump in the back. Um, and then you can have a little pause and just have a little chat to DD. Then you can just be like, hey, DD, how are you? Give him a little scruff on the neck. Um, and yeah. It's just one of my favourite things. Just in in Phantom Pain is there are some really good companions in Phantom Pain. Don't get me wrong, but um... DD is just amazing, and yeah, it's just up there. What made made they that have game it Michael made it um... They sh-
0: playable. They should have called that dog Michael, so then they could just get Kiefer Sutherland constantly shouting Michael. Michael!
1: Michael
0: We'll just use sound clips from The Lost Boys.
1: Anyway. There we go. So if anybody's yeah. winning, I think I won number one.
0: I because don't think you did. DD has an eye Anybody? patch,
1: if anything else, and also no. you know, it's a pale comparison to the darkness of war.
0: Uh excuse me, what's a a ghost isn't?
1: No, a ghost is a, a victim. Ghost a ghost is a victim.
0: Nah. Nah, potter pup can kick his ass. What's Diamond Dog going to do? Try and look through his other eye and uh, frighten him.
1: Uh, no, he, Phantom Dog would never see him coming because he's been taught by Venom Snake.
0: The stealthiest of stealthy motherfuckers. Well, if we do set up a comment system and you'd like to tell us who you think won the top three debate, um, then please let us know in the comments when we get them. Um,
1: (laughs) When we have gotten around to action. So,
0: we now go on to
1: bring it back. Sing it back.
0: You fucker.
1: Every time. It's going to happen every time.
0: Yeah, I know, yeah. I might just cut that bit out cuz I have the authority to do that. I'm editing these podcasts. I might just edit that bit. Out.
1: Okay, cool. Everybody remember that I said sing it back. So if you didn't hear that before this, um <laughs> he's edited that out and he's taken a dictatorship's turn. Um which is oh, what yeah, he I did keep which me. is what he continued to do during the entirety of that top 3 piece uh by saying that oh. he won when he may have lost.
0: Remember, I'm editing. I can make your voice sound however I want it to sound. (laughs) Well, bring it back like the previous um, time that we did this. It's basically games that you want to see brought back into the limelight. You either want to see them remastered or you want to see a sequel of some kind. Um, It can't be one that's already had one out. Wiggy. Fuck off. Fucking Shenmue. That's had not only a remaster but a sequel as well. Um, Fuck off. But yeah, I'll let you start this one because I started the last one. So what's yours? What's my bring it back?
1: Because I've bring it 100% back, had time to think about this. Um,
0: <laughs> I I could say mine if you want a bit more time um,
1: to think. No, I've, I've, I've got it. And It's based on, I was watching a little video the other day actually. Um, and you're probably going to bite into me on this one anyway. Um, Wiggy, Wiggy. What? Was it on Pornhub? It wasn't, unfortunately. No.
0: Oh, then what kind of video? You disgust me.
1: Microsoft gets
0: fucked by <laughs> Japanese man. I don't know. <laughs> I think you mean uh, Sony versus Microsoft.
1: Is that right? <laughs> well, you were saying in Pornhub capacity. Um, anyway, uh, moving swiftly on. It's
2: fucking... It's gone well
1: off. It's gone well off <laughs> um i I you know, I was thinking long and hard about this, um, and ironically,
0: <clears throat> stick with the porn <laughs> um, long and
1: hard. ironically, I mentioned this game last week, uh that 'cause I was playing it in the last episode, um but spore, and it suddenly occurred to me afterwards, I was like, we talked about how spore's got this kind of like background yeah. community keeping it live. But why isn't anybody bringing it back? EA could make such good money out of Spore these days. Like a new Spore, either a re you know a remaster or um, just kind of taking that premise and and making it into something new. You know, it'd be phenomenal. To be
0: to be fair though, us putting our hopes on EA is like flogging a dead horse. It is to really. Be fair. Um, it's not gonna go anywhere. EA don't even know what to do with their own franchises, let alone bring back deceased franchises. To be fair, I'm not
1: entirely sure but... who would have the rights to Spawn now, because obviously Maxis got split up, which is one of the reasons it got um, torn apart in loads of different directions, didn't it? Because Yeah. It still has a website, though, which is a bit peculiar. Oh,
2: that's great.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's still got the, uh, the website. Buy now. Yeah. For twenty five quid off play dot com. If anyone remembers play dot com, Jesus. Yeah, no, that's a that's a fairly good show. I can see it doing well. Um especially with like simulators now and even for the younger community I think a lot of kids would get a lot of kick out of it. Because exactly. they play Minecraft. But imagine and, if you know, put in those sorts stuff. of
1: elements as well, like Yeah. There's so much I mean, more can you could do with it is, now.
0: I can even see it as a teaching tool, really. Yeah. As like, almost like a biology sort of lesson. Um, but I, I yeah, I never got into it myself. But it would be nice to see them give a little bit of love to old franchises, and I think that would be a good start.
1: As I say, it's got it's got a like huge community still, so it's a case of why not, you know, like yeah, why not?
0: Yeah. Why not? Well, my game... Uh, I was having a little think of this before we we started the podcast. And I thought, why have I never thought of this before? I'm going to be really controversial now. Mario Kart is the better kart racer. Technically. And performance-wise. But the best racing... I suppose Kart Racer, for me, is Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed. And if you've never played it, I suggest you do so. Whether you're a Sonic fan, Sega fan, it doesn't matter. Play it. You're going to get a lot more out of it if you're a Sega fan, because there's a lot of love gone into it. And it was just brilliant. So they did one before, which was Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing, which, again, was brilliant. Um... But they, they brought out transformed, and it just hmm. they just added so much more to it. Um, so let me paint a few pictures for you of why it's so amazing. So first of all, there's loads of Sega characters, from Sonic to Ryu, um, from the Shenmue series. There are loads of different Sega characters. Billy Hatcher comes back. Um, is it Gilly from Golden Axe? Or have I said that wrong? No, I think... It, I oh, remember his name? Now yeah, Gilly, I think. Yeah. Um, he's in it. Uh, there's loads of different characters. So I normally pick Knuckles. I'm a Knuckles fan. Um, but the stages are different stages from um, based around different Sega franchises. So there's one uh, for Panzer Dragoon. There's one for House of the Dead. There's one for Skies of Arcadia. There's loads and loads of different ones. And obviously the Sonic franchise and stuff like that. Um, the Gold Axe and the Panzer Dragoon ones are the ones that I've got in my head the most. Um, the ones I remember because they're just incredible for these reasons. So we'll start with the Panzer Dragoon. Fairly simple track. As you're as you going around, uh, Sumo Digital puts so much detail into the um, surrounding areas that sometimes it's difficult to carry on racing because you're like, oh my god, look at that! And like you'll just drift past this massive dragon just roaring against this rock. Um, and the idea with Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed is it tr- your car transforms throughout. So you'll go from a car to a boat when you enter water to a plane when you're in the air. So you're doing all this stuff. Um, and you go onto this flying stage and you do a couple of laps and then like the third lap, and especially if you're quite far ahead, you all of a sudden find yourself flying alongside this dragon. And it's just incredible. And it's, as it's flying alongside you, it's knocking into rocks and corners in, um, extra obstacles in the, in the course. And it's, It's just incredible. And then the Golden Axe stage, that one's even better because it completely changes up the formula. So you start the first round, uh, or the first lap, just driving um, with a little bit of a boat section in there. And then the stage gradually starts to crumble to a point where there is no road for you to drive on. So you have to fly. And it's it's just brilliant how it changes partway through and you think, oh, no, I can't do this anymore. I've got to fly now. Um, I, the music is incredible. The whole settings, the um, the, the way it's set up, I, I can't stress how great the game is. It's a fantastic kart racer, a fantastic Sega fan love letter. Um, you, sh- you should play it, and I'd love to see them bring it back in some way, shape, or form. But they didn't. They brought back Sonic Team Racing, for fuck's sake. Or Team Sonic Racing. So they could have had all that opportunity to bring back these beloved Sega characters, these beloved Sega tracks, and they didn't. And I would love for them, not even to make a new game, but remaster that one, stick it on the Switch. It would be a perfect game. And I absolutely adore it. And that's what I'd like to see brought back.
1: Nice. It's a cool. Never played it myself. Have you ever played it? No.
0: Oh man, they're just—they're absolutely glorious. You should just give them a go. Never See what you me. think.
1: I might do. I
2: might. Nice. I, I might try that, Mike.
0: Give it a guy. I will, might. You can get them on Steam. Yes, on you can Steam. get them on Steam. Oh, oh, get them on Steam. They're probably uh, cheapest chips on there. Cheapest chip. The f- the first one's great. Obviously. I would say go with transformed because transformed is the one where you've got the boats and the. The planes, and you've got so much more going on in the in the settings. It's just amazing. Absolutely amazing. Play it. Play it now. Play it. Play it now. Play
1: it now. Who should add in what does it do?
0: <laughs> right. We're flying through this podcast pretty well. At the no, minute, it's because it's only two of us. It's a bit odd, isn't it?
1: It's a little bit odd. It's a bit what we should like, have yeah. done is invented what? a guest, so I could be like, cool. So, uh, <laughs> Tiberius Maximus Rex, what do you think of your top three games with dogs in?
2: Well, hello. Uh, I'm quite a big fan of uh, of kennels on the uh, Nintendo DS, uh, where you used to look <laughs> after little puppies. and uh, then Fucking Nintendo Nintendo. I never thought of that! <laughs> Excuse oh, shit! Me, Cal, I'm talking right now to...
1: Yes, Cal, Tiberius <laughs> is talking. Okay.
2: Yeah, so uh, yeah, well... uh Nintendox. Um yeah, so that would be my one, two, and
1: three. There we go. We had a guest today. We forgot about. It. Sorry, Tiberius, forgot about you.
0: No, I've got to put that put him back in your suitcase. <laughs> Just <laughs> zip him up <laughs> for the evening. Um nah, cool. Well we now move on to Go on, send us a cheeky,
2: a cheeky news, mate. Go on, send news. Send news.
0: Send news. Now, there's a fair bit of news this week. Um, um, There was a couple of extra stories I managed to squeeze onto the end, because we recorded this a little bit later. Um, but I'm just going to kick things off, and I'm very sorry, you're probably not going to like this, but I put it in there anyway. It's about Call of Duty. Uh. Um. But PS5 players may be playing the PS4 version of Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War by mistake. (laughs) So the reason I put this in is because why the hell does it not automatically upscale you to the PlayStation version? Why do you even have that option if you're playing on a PS5 and you've got both versions that it automatically goes to the PlayStation 4?
1: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I
0: I don't get that whatsoever. Um, apparently, you have to go into your settings, um, and you you have to choose the PlayStation 5 version out of a list of two or three things to pick, I think. Um, and I, I just don't understand it. Surely you would just put it in, and away you go. Yeah,
1: that doesn't make any sense.
0: Why would you... If it knows that you've got the PS5 Deluxe Wank Edition, whatever it is... Why would you not... I, d- I don't know. That just confused me, but I thought I'd put it in there because I thought it was fucking stupid. Um, this next one's a bit more exciting, though. Yakuza producer would like to get involved with a new Sonic the Hedgehog game. So, for those of you who have never played the Yakuza games, I urge you to do so. It is They are absolutely fantastic. Very, very dramatic. Very, very funny in some um, sections. But overall, it's just a gripping story. Um, really well written characters. Really well performed as well. Um, some of the later Yakuza's have got the option to have audio, uh, English audio um, rather than the, the Japanese audio. And they're fully acted out as well, which is uh, uh, okay. quite cool. Uh, but the the way you should play it is in Japanese with subtitles because the performances are just a brilliant. Um, it's a big game of my uncle's. He absolutely loves it. Um, and I really enjoy it. And I love Sonic the Hedgehog. So as soon as this came up, it was like, oh, oh my God. Um, so Ryu Go... Sorry, I'm terrible at pronouncing this name. Ryu Ga Gotoku Studio uh, producer Daisuke Saito has hinted that he'd like to get involved with the Sonic the Hedgehog game once at least in his career. Um he said that he would take it in a very different direction as well, so he I reckon that means he'll take it into a story based um direction, which I think would be good.
1: Could help out. Sonic's a little could be new Sonic's a little of bit me. of a
0: Yeah, it's a little bit of a difficult one though, because people don't need story from Sonic. You know? Same with Mario. People don't really need a story story as such. They just need someone to beat. And that's it. Take them to whatever world you want. It doesn't have to make sense. Um, I think that's why Mania did so well, because it went back to the original style. Yeah, there was a little bit of a story, but it wasn't this massive, um, you know, really big uh, acted story. It was just, go to this level, get to the end, done. done. And that worked really well. So it'd be interesting to see what he would do but he'd have to really work hard to get a good story-based um, Sonic the Hedgehog game, I'd say. It
1: would just be Sonic the Hedgehog beating up criminals in alleyways.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be brilliant. Have it, like, chop it off a finger if uh, Amy did something wrong. Or tails. Oh, it chops off a tail. Oh, Cuts off one of his tails. It just
1: got real harsh really quickly.
0: Well... His tails has fucked up one too many times, is not he? Um, moving on. There's a new 007 game coming from IO Interactive. Oh!
2: Super
1: excited!
0: Now, I feel that all I say on this podcast is I don't like this game. I don't like this game. I don't like this game. Because you um, suck. And I feel really bad because. You're about to say you don't like I don't it. like this don't... game. Yeah, I don't like Hitman. Uh, I never have. Yeah. Um, and it seems that all the games that you love, I don't like. <laughs> and all the ones that you like, and all the ones that I like, you're not a big fan of. But that's that's but... why we make such a great podcast, Cal. Exactly. Because we cover um,
1: different angles.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's very true. Very true. Um, so IO are the developers responsible for Hitman, as we know. The teaser trailer is the only thing that's been released. So I think apparently it's meant to be a prequel to James Bond. So how he became James Bond. It's a completely original story. That's all we know. So stay tuned for more. Nintendo is asking brands to keep marketing and politics out of Animal Crossing. So uh, Nintendo has decided to implement some rules that restrict some of the companies uh, and what they could do in the game. That includes keeping things family-friendly, not using Animal Crossing as a marketing tool, and most notably, keeping politics out of the game. So, I think this sort of came about with Joe Biden. Because uh, I know Joe Biden was inviting a lot of people to his island to, to see it. Um, I don't think he was inviting
1: everyone to his island, but
0: well, you never know. The
1: campaign crew. Doing yeah, he might, he might have done You He might have been like, yeah,
0: come on, just send a friend code. Come on. Um, but yeah, like it was, uh, it, Nintendo have looked at it and gone, <laughs> Nah, you're not doing that, mate. Um, not just him though. So they.
1: As well, not it? People. Getting yeah, there's, there's And then advertising goods they were selling real, really selling in the real world.
0: Yeah, I mean, hats off. I I would probably do the same. You could look at it one of two ways. Nintendo were doing this to keep it family friendly. Nintendo were doing this because they're not getting any money from the advertising spots. So
1: it's a mixture I could
0: see I, I could see both. I would be on the side of I don't want this in the game. It's not meant to be like that. I don't need to see um Isabel all of a sudden wandering out with some Nike trainers. I don't need that. This is just my little world. I don't wear Nike trainers. Um but yeah, yeah I I can I can understand both sides. Um So hopefully They'll keep that out. Now, this next one, I was unsure whether to put it in because this sort of glorifies um, what has happened. So, have you heard that Capcom have had um, data leaks or data breaches? So, they've been hacked. Yeah, so it's not been good at all. Apparently, it's only... I say it's only... It's previous employees of the company. Um, And according to Capcom, it's their addresses, their names, um, no credit card information, but basically everything else. So that's not good. Um, The reason I was going to take this story out, though, was because it was about the possible games that have been leaked in this hacking. But I will read them out. We don't so go down this, all and here. obviously
1: this is a pinch of salt routine. Um, oh, but, definitely not. But at the end of the day, it's in the public domain, and this is send news, so we're sending you news.
0: Yeah, they're sending news. Right, are you ready then for this list? I am. Let's do it. There's some, have you seen this list?
1: No, I haven't. I've seen some right. There's some, but not all of. There's
0: some big, big fucking games on here, and a lot of people are going to be happy. I reckon if these are true. Beautiful Joe's not on there, so I'm pissed. (laughs) But here we go. So starting from the top, Resident Evil Outrage, coming in the fourth quarter of 2021. Dragon's Dogma Two, in the second quarter of 2022. Street Fighter 6 in the third quarter of 2022. Uh, this one's a little bit weird. Rockman in brackets. Mega Man in English. Match. Coming in the third quarter of 2022. So I don't quite know what that is. Uh, Resident Evil 4 remake in the fourth quarter of 2022, which we know is coming anyway. Yeah. Onamushi New Work. Coming in the fourth quarter of 2022. So they're rebooting the... Onam-
1: Interesting. Omon-
0: oh, I can't even say it. Onomushi Onimusha. Franchise. Oh, fucking hell. What, what is wrong with me? I'm, I'm slowly dipping. Comment. Like I'm It's because ca- I've, had, I've had a peppermint tea with some honey in it. And I, yeah, I'm dipping now. You're dipping. I'm You're dipping. Going. It's bedtime. I'm beddy both. Bed Time for a um, bed to- uh, Monster Hunter 6 yeah. coming in the second quarter of 2023. That's a given though, isn't it? Like, that's, that franchise will never die. Not now uh, that it's gone Bioh- wide,
1: span, uh, wide span. Not that it's gone wide console <laughs> now. It's not just Nintendo.
0: No, that's very very true. Uh, Biohazard Apocalypse coming in the third quarter of 2023. Super Street Fighter 6 coming in the fourth quarter of 2023. Final Fight remake coming in the second quarter of 2024. That one interests me quite a bit, because a remake, I wonder what that'll look like. Um, I reckon that'll be pretty cool. The next one as well, Power Stone remake coming in the third quarter so of 2024. Talking
1: about this. Power Stone is something that we, for ages, where did it go? Where did it go?
0: Yeah. So much it was work a,
1: with in that. Where did it go? And now it's a here
0: we cult are. classic. Cult classic. Um, Ultra Street Fighter Six coming in this fourth quarter of 2024. Captain Commando coming in the fourth quarter of 2024. And Resident Evil Hank coming in the fourth quarter of 2024. That's all of the ones that have currently been leaked. And I say currently, I'm hoping that there's going to be no more for the sake of you know, data protection and things like that. It's more the employees that I'm worried about. But I thought we'd let you guys know a little bit about some of the games that are coming out as well.
1: Here we go then. Do you want a bit of controversy? Let's do a little bit of controversy, shall we? Let's, Let's do
2: have it. a look.
0: So the, the PS5 launch stunt that happened in London hasn't gone down well with everyone. Now, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, nope. Um, this is all they... new to me. Have you not seen it? I have not. Oh mate, it was brilliant. Now I'm I'm looking at it from a gamer's point of view. Okay. Um and I I thought it was cool. So Oxford Circus in London. Yes. The uh they basically changed the tube station to be PlayStation themed. And they also changed some of the stops to PlayStation game themes. Let me explain. So, first yeah. of all, and um, The best bit of all is the underground signs. The symbol for the underground is underground in a blue block and a circle, a red circle around it. Yes. Now, the red circle you'll find actually appears on a PlayStation console as a red circle. So they then changed the other stops to a green triangle, a blue cross... And a pink slash purple square. Um, All of them still saying underground, but they were each of the um, icons, basically, the button icons, which I thought was fantastic. It's interesting. I thought I was absolutely brilliant. They all looked like they belonged there. Yeah. Like they all looked exactly the same. And, you you know, obviously everyone was, uh, the government was down with it, uh, or the public transport um, sector were fine with it. Probably
1: because they got paid a bunch Um, of money.
0: Yeah, yeah well yeah, yeah, whole probably bunch was. Of money. It probably was. Um and they also changed some of the stops. Now I can't for the life of me I haven't got them written down here. I can't remember all of them. Um I think one of them was uh something like Ratchet and Clancaster. I can't yeah. remember I can't remember the stop. I don't live in London. I'm terrible with the tube. Um uh Forbidden West Ham so Horizon Forbidden West Ham. That was quite a good one. Uh, there was Gran Turismo 7 Sisters. For Gran Turismo <laughs> 7. Um, and there was Miles End as well for Miles Morales. Um, and it was really cool. They were all decked out in the tube stations looking um, like the game. Like they have the games up and everything like that. It was it was really cool. Um, is it Lancaster Square? Have I got that wrong?
1: I don't know, and I could be helping People you are probably right screaming now. at this. I could be helping you by researching it, but um, I'm not. I'm just listening to you struggle, because that's what friends do.
0: That's, abs- that's absolutely fine, mate. If, let me fucking struggle. That's absolutely fine. Um, yeah, so they, they basically changed all that, but people weren't too happy. Uh, one person um, oh, tweeted go. this. Dear me, this is depressing. PlayStation have changed the signs of the tube at Oxford Circus to mark the launch of something or, or, the, meant to be, or, something or other. Uh, this awful corporisation of public space and signage is a slippery slope. Now, to me, get, just get off your high horse. Just have a bit of fun. It hasn't hurt anyone. In
1: this day and age, Cal. Get off your high horse, have a bit of fun. Do you know what generation <laughs> we live in right now?
0: To so be fair, yeah.
1: I say in my comments right now. Um, I'm not gonna. But I mean, yes, I am. Oh, Just everybody, calm down. Calm, calm, the, calm fuck the fuck down. down. Have a pint. Sit in the Winchester. Wait for it to all blow over. Play video games, right? There's bad yeah. shit out there that people have to deal with every day. I get that, but, but- Sony. Changing the names of some fucking tube stations that's not that's not one of them problems, is it? Yeah. Like, it's, it's literally just changing some names.
2: they want to spend a buttload of fucking money doing that in London. Let them spend a
1: buttload of money doing mm. that in London doesn't that you? If Sony were out there slaughtering you know millions and millions and millions of parakeets, yeah, get up an uproar. You know, shake your fist. Say, "Oh my God, that's corporatisation of parakeets." Um, but don't, just it's just symbolism. Go on. They've. Paid do you know money. what I do?
0: I apologise because I sort of blanked out slightly and came back to parakeets. <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? The, what the fuck have we been talking about? Like, <laughs> but no, but no. I I agree. It's like, does it really matter? You're probably a person who takes the tube regularly. Um, and you know all the stops anyway. And to be honest, it's not exactly fucking rocket science, is it? If I see Horizon Forbidden West Ham and I'm looking for West Ham, I'm not going to look at it and go, oh, I think I'm in Baker Street. Oh, I think you know, I, I didn't
1: mo- even know there was a Horizon in London. Oh, God, oh, I've no missed my home. Film.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> this is an Oxford circus. There's a square. Um, I just, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I agree. just feel that people should just live a little. It's not corporization, well it is, but it's not harming anyone. It's if it was corporate corporization in a in a bad way, like they were taking over and completely changing a monumental historical building like Big Ben. Um
1: uh, for those of you that have played Watch Dogs yeah. Legions, that okay, plastering fucking corporate shit all over Big Ben, there—that's mm. where you're at. But
0: that's a bit different. Changing the tube signs—I don't think is that bad temporarily, because you know where it is, and it's—you still know where to go. You still—they've not taken the signs we away. Change the map. Yeah, it's all still the same. Look, they've—they've they've dug an extra tunnel. That The tube has to go through now <laughs> called just, PlayStation
1: just for PlayStation, PlayStation Square,
0: yeah. yeah. But PlayStation Station, um, you know, it's just 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 leave it, just enjoy life, live a little So of tiptoeing around everything. Um, rant over the final story
1: controversy of the week. People, <laughs> people and are going to be stations.
0: people are going to be boycotting the show now being like do you hear what they fucking said? It's
2: a dish about tube stations.
0: They said that we were fucking imbeciles for not knowing which was Baker Street and which was West Ham.
1: <laughs> West Ham.
0: West Ham. West Ham. <laughs> um this last story uh was a bit of a weird one. I thought it was a hoax at first, but then realised it wasn't April, and I read into the story and found it was true. Now, wait, because when I read this out, you'll probably think it is. Bud Light unveils new console to compete with PS5 and Xbox Series X.
1: Now, I saw this. I don't think it's a practical joke, is it? It's actually... It isn't.
0: So, it's essentially a high-powered gaming PC... With a built-in projector that also serves as a koozie and comes with following six games preloaded: Tekken Seven, Soul Calibur Six, Flashlight Freeze Tag, uh, RBI Baseball Twenty, Force, and an original game from Bud Light called Six Puck, which is a twist on air hockey. And you can play the these games wherever, courtesy of the 720p Asus projector built within. The current high bid at the moment, of publishing is a whopping $10,000. So I think there's only one available. It's a one-time thing. Um,
1: yeah. If you're good with computer engineering, you could probably just make your own one for much cheaper than that.
0: <laughs> but has it got a cooler system? Well,
1: you could 100% do that.
0: Well, you put your beers in it? Yeah. I think I'm going to trust the guys at Bud Light rather than you, mate.
1: Well I didn't say no, I, I was a see. computer whiz <laughs> no. But if they've done it I'm pretty sure John who's been doing Four years down at the uni um, In computer engineering and has built A PC into his physical desk Could probably build one into a fridge
0: For some reason I thought you were going to say Into his physical life Built, built a PC into his physical life
1: what Like Cybernet um, and He's got a yeah, top end gaming to PC Built into his arm That's the future baby <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, uh, uh, John, can you just search this for us? Searching. No results found.
1: <laughs> That'd be incredible. Why does he sound like a really broken Backstreet version of Siri?
0: <laughs> Excuse me, if you if you have that many wires sticking out of you and that many computer chips inside you, I don't think you're going to sound very healthy.
1: Right it depends. It's the future. <laughs> I'm sorry. Rich, do you remember what your real name is? Um, John, my my name is Wiggy. I do not compute anymore. What is? How about I just buy you a beer? (laughs) Just buy you a beer, John. Searching for beer. (laughs) 15,000 results found. I don't care how many results you found, John. Get me a beer. Do you want a beer? (laughs) I will have a Bud Light, please. Oh, sponsorship. (laughs)
0: <laughs> another sponsorship <laughs> get on we've got a wall coming out of our ears now get Xbox Game Pass with Bud Light this <laughs> week only <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome now I did have a nice list as well
1: for the next section
0: upcoming releases and I thought to save us going what shall we talk about I'm just going to list off uh, some of the games that are coming out from the week of recording to the next week that we're recording. Now I did this from the 19th to the 26th. I am fully aware that it is not the 19th today, it is the 22nd because we're recording on a Sunday.
1: So we've already spoken about Not them, on the yeah, Thursday.
0: Some of them, yeah. Uh, but I'll rattle them off anyway. Alright. Okay, cool. Um, so the first one is Hyrule Warriors, yep, Age amazing. of Calamity. We know that. Uh, we will move on from that one uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more about it when i get it and we've played a bit more together um katamari damasi Reroll. no i've never played katamari damasi games um sounds like sushi have you have you never seen them no oh they're quite they're quite famous they're very oddball games um very japanese. Should we say, um, you basically are a little character, um, and you roll around this ball, and you collect items along the oh, way to make this ball bigger and bigger and bigger. It, yeah, it, yeah. Um, yeah, very very odd, but people love it apparently. Um, not that I've played it. Uh, Sukuna of Rice and Ruin is coming out this week as well. I'm not sure what kind of game that is. I didn't do my research into what the games are. Just what they're called. Uh, the next one coming out this week is the Skylier Prophecy. Don't know what kind of game that is either, but it's coming it's out. Uh, I think you're right. I think it is. The role is like...
1: a JRPG, I think. Oh, is it? In next week's entry of what games are coming out, we should probably do more
0: research. I think we fucking... (laughs) I think we should. I think we should. This was very much pieced together very quickly before the podcast. You can tell we're amateurs, people. Keep with us, because by episode 10, we're going to be a little bit more professional. We would have ironed out all these creases. Professional. Uh, (laughs) uh, Cobra Kai, the Karate Kid saga continues, coming out for the Switch. Oh, nice. Um, Football Manager 2021 is coming out this week as well.
1: Oh, yeah, got my pre-order in... Have you? Love Football
0: Manager. I never would have thought you were a Football Manager fan. Love it. To be fair, for some reason. Love it. Don't know why. Um, We've all got our pre-orders ready for this. Just Dance 2021. Yeah. Strangely, from what I saw, it isn't out for the Switch.
1: Tiberius.
2: I'm I'm very excited to do a lot of dancing with my tippy toes. um, And to little tunes like the Lady Gaga. Cool. Thanks, Tiberius.
1: Yeah, I'm not really looking forward
0: to it. The Tiberius. Is. <laughs> the Lady <car> Gaga. <laughs> um, out of space couch edition. Couch. <laughs> yeah, if we did more research, we'd know what that is. Um, vigor. And the last one, made of skir. Uh, Unless I've said that wrong It's spelled S-K-E-R Skr Now I actually have this But have not played it yet Mm. Uh, It's coming out for the Switch But it's on It was on Games With Gold On the uh, Xbox, and fuck you listener Because it's not Game Pass, so we haven't said about that It's on Games With Gold (laughs) Alright, before you say anything
1: But it may be on Game Pass next year No.
0: (laughs) It it could be (laughs) Um, also, I apologise for saying "fuck you," listener. I do appreciate you listening to us. Apart if from
1: you. you, guys are all apart okay. from you. You, you listener there. You, you other listeners, you're fine. But you listener, that particular listener right there. Yeah, we're looking at you. You're looking at us right now. Stop touching to you. yourself. Cal doesn't like you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Drop me in it. So get your hand out your pants and just. Do something productive. Um, yeah, no. Saying about Made of Skirt, I I know it's a horror game. Um, I think it's done okay review-wise, but I haven't I haven't played it or downloaded it yet. I've just added it to the library. So yeah, that's all the upcoming releases this week, um, and we will do a uh, releases for the next week. We will say a little bit about what are what the things are that are being released rather. Boom. I think that brings us to the end of this podcast. I
1: think it does. Obviously, it's been no, a very what's short what's one out, compared to the. What's coming out next will be uh, a bigger segment next week because we'll actually discuss them because yeah. we we'll know what they are. Yeah, it de- um, definitely will. And we may or may not have a guest next week. It's always a surprise, which is what yeah. I kind of like. Um,
0: yeah, like we don't know. It's just whether they can be bothered. So we say?
1: <laughs> no. what are we expecting? for the next podcast well i can start off with the, what the next top three is going to be so people can think about it if you uh if you're all right with that cal i'm more than happy with that and this is also gives you a, a good kind of pre-warning um so next week's top three stipulation is gonna be saddest moments in video games all right so this Ooh, is not an okay. actual particular game this is a moment within a game, and it can be any game from any time period, but it's got to be something that hit you right in the feels, right in the feels. So, uh, I've got my number one for that. I've got my number one for that, and my number three. I uh, don't know about my number two yet. There's one two. In, there is one in number two that I'm thinking <laughs> is probably going to be there.
0: It's a very odd way of doing it. I've got one, I've got three, I ain't got two, so <laughs> we'll have to. If, <laughs> number three is not worthy of the second spot. That's for another title that i can't think of yeah that's true
1: it's true <laughs> it's because i didn't want to be right, didn't want them to be side by side
0: fair fair enough well thank you very much for listening um dear listeners we appreciate everyone who listens to our podcast we understand we're not the not the most professional um, um, this is the first time we've really done this.
1: I feel quite wounded
0: by um, so you saying I'm not up. professional.
1: Shut, sh- this is not supposed to be a professional sh- podcast. This is supposed to be a laugh. People listen. No, to it's not. It is a laugh.
0: It is a laugh. But I'm talking about the things of we should probably find out <laughs> what fucking games we're talking about. We did at the, the, the beginning. releases. We just didn't do yeah. the upcoming releases
1: section uh, because no. people could have literally gone to the internet to find out what yeah. was coming out. Uh, we were lucky we caught ourselves with Hyrule Warriors because we knew we were going to play it um, and to be fair mm. I will be playing uh, Football Manager so I will be able to talk about that next session
0: <laughs> next session um, but no in all seriousness thank you so much for listening um, we do really appreciate it this is going to be something that we're going to continue for a long long time I would imagine in that right Wiggy? It is It is indeed So we're going to go from love strength it to strength. strength exactly right and we'd love it if you guys could stay with us um, for the whole journey, uh, we will set up a comment section because it'd be lovely to hear from you. Um, give us your views, both good and bad. Yes. About episodes, um, because it gives us stuff to work on. Obviously, don't be a dick about it. Don't be nasty. And it's horrible that I should have to say that in these times. Um Meh. But there will be people. The internet is a is a
1: place for those people, and those are yeah. the people that I was saying you didn't like, Cal.
0: Exactly. I yeah. don't like them. No. They're meanies. Big, big um, meanies. And doo doo heads. And cunts. No. Oh, sorry. That, that has got it. a,
1: oh, oh. Um, oh It's true, though.
0: Yeah, no, but uh, thank you again so much. But we will do a comment section. You guys can give us your feedback. You can take part in our top threes as well. And you can also tell us. Who's the winner? Because I think I'm going to make it into a competition now, and I I I don't need any backing from anyone else. There are going to be competitions. The top three Um, is
1: going to be a competition. It just doesn't seem. It's not top. It's not your top three, then, is it? your trying to win a competition? Yeah. I think we need a different competition. I think we should put a competition in, but I think the top three needs to be a because it's a personal opinion thing, isn't it? So. All right. It's an opinion piece. That's the opinion piece. Then we're going to have a
0: competition cool and we'll also have some questions as well so you guys can ask us anything you like gaming related or non-gaming related it would be nice if it was gaming but if you want to know what our favorite food is like you said in the last one yeah we'll tell you and you don't mind to like and Um, subscribe
1: and all of that jazz like (laughs)
0: like and subscribe um we are on spotify we will be heading over to uh, Apple Podcasts as I'm well, so please to give us a work. listen and a follow on there. And that's it. I think they've heard enough of our voices, don't you? They've loved it.
1: Every minute of it.
0: I think they have. I think, well, I hope they have. I feel the first the episode was the, our, our best. <laughs> we fight, we fight, we fight, we fight, we fight. Now,
1: now we've broken protocol because now someone's going to sue us. Copyright
0: issues, yeah. Well I think that was a that was a given when we started doing the bring it back section. <laughs> bring it back. I was so back. good at it.
2: Sing but... it back.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Goodbye.
2: Ciao. We love you.